Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, bring it, bring it home. Bring, bring it home. Looking back Ooh. over my shoulder, I can see that look in your eyes. Watch me stop looking over his shoulder. He may do yoga, but he's seriously gonna do himself a mischief doing that. Looking back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Over his shoulder. He can't see where he's driving at all. Watch out, there's a toddler crossing the road like in one of those adverts. Whoops, you've hit the toddler, and now you're heartbroken and you killed a toddler looking back. <laughs> so it's double whammy. That's one of those songs that I don't really I don't get it. That mm. song's good when you hear it on the radio and you're like, oh yeah. I think, and then after the first chorus, it's done. I liked it when I was Every younger. Every day, it's a losing battle. So it was Mike and the Mechanics, wasn't yep. it? Although, Who were the uh, mechanics? I wonder if any of them could indeed fix an automobile. I know, I if don't. push came to shove. But Mike, yeah, so was that just contractually in place so when they went on tour, Mike didn't have to fix the van? <laughs> and everyone else did. <laughs> Do you think they ever went into a garage in the 90s and someone went, yeah. are you and Mike and the Mechanics? Yeah. Or were you? Oh no, none of us are mechanics. Well, why are you fucking? Why do you, why do you? It's like Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. Well, where where who's the Blowfish? Do you know that there's who's no, Hootie? there's no one there's no one called Hootie? That's a like kind of a famous story. Right. Hootie and the Blowfish were like a '90s band that were kind of like Counting Crows, mm-hmm. but then then they weren't as. Big. They were late to the Counting Crows party. And then and but, early and to it, leave. There's that story of like it was like backstage at like a Genesis concert or something when some right. guy was like, "Oh, I'm, can I come backstage?" He was like, "You right. don't have a pass." He went, "Oh, I'm Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish." Right. And they were like, oh, yeah, well, of course, hi, yeah, come on back. Yeah. And then halfway through the party, they realised that there is no one called Hootie. No. In Hootie and the Blowfish. Who calls their band Hootie and the Blowfish? We were, when we played at Download Festival this year, yeah. there was a girl backstage who I, uh, who comes to, like, Kenneth's gigs. Right. And I was like, what are you doing here? She was like, oh, I just came, you know, came to the festival. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. She was, she was like, you're probably wondering why I'm backstage. And oh, I yeah. went, well, no, but... It sounds like you have an anecdote. Yeah, yeah, you're building. Fill she, me in. It's a, it's a build, yeah. And this girl, she's super sweet, right? And she just went, oh, every... I'm kind of... I think I might ru- be ruining this for her now. She's like, every festival we go to, we just blag our way in and say that we're the, dr- <laughs> we're the drummer from Def Leppard's daughter. Well, that's And I was quite... like, wow, that's such a weird lie. She was like, yeah, but it's the perfect lie because there's no information about them on the internet, but mm. it sounds believable. Right. So we just say that every time. Right. She's like, I know her name. I just say that that's me. And then they let us into all the festivals. So basically she intimidates some low-level drone on a door yeah. into letting her in. Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. And now she's outed. Looking back. Oh. Over that my- song has the highest whistle ever. Yeah, it's a good whistle solo. You don't get many whistle solos. You don't solos. get many whistle solos. You don't. You don't. I think Sinatra solos? did a few. Does Free Falling have a whistle solo? You know. This song, hold on, let me find it. Oh, no, no, what was that? The Winds of Change. Do you remember The Winds of Change? It's very haunting. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Listen there to how go. high up this... Look at them. Three of them. Also, this was like a hit yeah, like in the just, 90s, they're and they're just, all about 45. Yeah, 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 they just stood in a row I mean, playing w- their acoustics. That, I remember that. Was that Looking song... Looking a bit pudgy. Was that song on, on Radio 1 when we were kids? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. Pop, pop, it was, yeah, would it was, that it was happen nowadays? Are there bands that are like forty that make it? That look like they need DBS checks. Would that happen now, where someone who's forty would then become a pop star when they're forty? Um, who did that? Because there was like there was a guy who did that. Who though. did that song that went? Oh fuck! Crocodile shoes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh Crocodile fuck! Crocodile shoes. He was an actor, Jimmy Nail. Jimmy Nail. Jimmy Nail. Listen to this whistle solo. I, everyone, everyone listening to this at home. I challenge you to pause it and and sing and whistle as high as this. Hmm. Ooh. Right? 
He must be in whistling. He must be doing it like that. Because this bit, no one can whistle this high. And this is before Wait. autotune. Hmm. There's no way to get there. Do you think, do an octave lower. Do you think that's how it started with Mike? He was like, in a, he was playing a pub gig, and he started whistling. And so, someone in the record, someone, went, oh, that's it, someone yeah. in the record biz came out across. And went, I can, sorry, I couldn't help. He was in the loo whistling to himself, pissing away, looking at his <laughs> cock, and the uh, record producer just kind of ambled in beside him. Didn't say a word because that's how it works in uh, men's loos. You know, it's very tense. And then he started whistling. It broke the tension immediately. And he started bobbing his head along. When are you? When you pee? <laughs> when they when they kissed. Right. If, yep. <laughs> if you're in a urinal and someone farts while they pee, right? Do you laugh? No, you pretend it didn't happen. Really? Is that the rule? Well, where where do you go from the laugh? You could go wee. Right. You farted. Well, yeah, you're pushing. No. You have prostate issues. Okay. Wee. That song I don't get. Just you look forwards. Mm-hmm. You know, fucker. It's not worth it. Fucker. Yeah. Turn. Oh, you mean just forget it? Yeah, forget it. All right. Don't actually fucker, Mike. You know. Anyway, so, you know, Mike and the mechanics. Yeah. They're not mechanics. No. You can just easily turn around. Yeah. Job over. Job done. Yeah. 90s pop. Yep, that's it. See, there was also shit music in the 90s. I think there was. Anyway. uh, (laughs) I've got to introduce the show. Hello, and welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday, the 14th of September Mm. in the year 2016. Autumn... Is autumn here? Autumn's underway. Those autumn leaves. Mm-hmm. Although it's a hot September. We're back in the studio. We're back in the We're studio. We're moving up in the world. Yeah. No more shitty uh, recording mm-hmm. in my living room yeah. where there's loads of echo. Mm-hmm. We're in a professional recording studio now. Yeah. Listen to this dead space. Awesome. Nothing. The studio guy, room. the studio the boy, room. Is, um, he's, he's giving you a wide berth after last time. <laughs> well, he, sh- he should watch his mouth. Yeah, I know, but you know, he he brought you. Some... I didn't. I didn't want his demo. Listen, he I just... didn't want his demo tape. No, but he he he's, he clearly worked hard on it. He brought you some, you know, jammy dodges. It was like cup of tea, cup of tea, cup of tea. He did that thing and went cup of tea, cup of tea, cup of tea. You want a cup of tea, don't you? You want a cup of tea? Fuck yeah! And then he walked out and he came back with the tea and the jammy dodges and the demo tape just wedged in it under there. It was a demo CD and he went, "This is my band CD." And I went, "I haven't got a CD player." Yeah. He went with the SoundCloud links on there and I went, "I'm not typing that in." Yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you guys? How has your week been? I went on holobobs. Oh yeah, you went, I went on, on a holiday. You went on a holiday? Where do you go, Josh? Uh, I went to uh, the <laughs> south of France. Right. You know? Yeah, What? What? whereabouts? Don't like it. So you went there? <laughs> Isn't that just, that's my... You just don't that's like That's the it. end of this Zone. holiday bit. Right. Don't like it. Right, that's it. Moving on. What happened this week? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> it was all right. You went, I, why I, were you there? I went, it was my mum's 60th. Oh, right. So we all went. All family. Yeah, all went and, you know, my sister's had a baby. Great. I, I stole some grapes from a vineyard. Right, how do you do that? You just walked into it. it was well, no, they're easy, everywhere. They're pretty, fucking they're, they're not, everywhere. A vineyard's policed? Can you just do that? And no, just walk they're, in no grab? they're not policed. There's too many. I picked an apple out of a tree, mm-hmm. ate some plums. Mm-hmm. It was nice. So you went fruit picking in France. I, 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 yeah, I did. That <laughs> right. was my holiday. Good, yeah. good. Yeah. Sat by the pool. Probably in total for eight minutes. Why? I don't get it. How come any? I don't understand how anyone can do that. You relax. You read a book. Yeah, I just I don't like it. Do you have just, a croc monsieur? Do you have a croc monsieur? I did have a croc yeah, monsieur. I had a good old croc monsieur. Yeah, but it was monsieur. an airport croc monsieur. All oh, right. Um, and uh, here's the thing: I realised that I always remember this whenever I go on holiday to places that aren't in a city. Mm-hmm. Is that I'm terrified of the countryside, like terrified. Right. What, I mean, what? is anyone listening to this? Does anyone relate? What does anyone feel You're like? Of spiders? No, like I'd lie there and I, I would, and just be scared that there would be like some psychotic farmer was going to come in and scythe me. Firstly, I realised that I'm still scared of the dark. Yeah, it was so like there was a washing line, right? So I'd wash my clothes and then I'd hang them up, mm-hmm. like you know, with a basket, wearing a sarong. Yeah, with like my curlers in my hair. Yeah, yeah, you know. And um, just cursing the fact that I couldn't receive, get 3G. As they did in times of yore. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I hung my clothes up. And then my mum was like, go get your clothes. And I got my mum to come with me because I was scared of the dark. It was a night time. Do you have any of those glow stickers? I'm terrified. Do you stick some glow stickers up? No. Like a children's bedroom? I'm just terrified of... I was, I, I'd wake up at 2.30 in the morning and be like, ugh. And just lie there till the sun came up. Right. And then fall asleep then. Do you know what, what that... That's a... Because you, you can't have the light on. I can't fall asleep with the light on. 
because a it will attract attention to any psychotic farmers. Right. right? Why would the uh, farmer be? Because it's the middle of nowhere. It's the middle of nowhere. Why would there be a psychotic farmer? Is this because it's the middle of fucking nowhere? What's wrong with being a farmer? Why would you turn psychotic? Okay, okay, a psychotic person, and also you could see a graveyard from my bedroom. If you're a psycho, you're not going to hang out in the country. You're going to go to the city. Why not? You could kill people and no one would know. You can do that in the city. Everyone's around, but no one gives a shit. Nah, you can it's just easy fucking to hide off. a body. You can hide you can a body. You can dispatch fertilize the vineyards No, you go to the city. The body. You dispatch someone. You shove them in the boot. Go Drive out to a lock. You know, like in Loch Ness, lock, lock, up in Scotland. You tie weights around it. You let it drift they into could the do that in murky France. depths. You know? Let, let the lock keep its dark secrets as you go on living your life happy as a fucking lamb. Do I have problems? Yes. Is that problems, or am I just a massive wimp? Take up martial arts. I would like to do that, but I'm scared of the sensei. He would Who's pun- the sensei? You know, the guy who teaches you. You're scared of the sensei? Yeah, he'd punish me, you know? Why, do, why would he punish they do, you? Because I'm little. That's what happened at school when who I tried t- no, to, no, when he, I did judo. who teach you a lesson. I don't, he, he went, he, make he, you one a man. day I was late, and he made me run around the school. <laughs> No joke. As they did in the Far East. Yeah, I paid 50 quid for yeah. the term. Yeah. Right? Out of my own pocket money. Right. And, and then went... was late one day. Parents' mm-hmm. fault. Right. Run around the and school. And he made me run around the school. Just one circuit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then what? I also lied there. I don't know why I was blaming my parents. I was stoned. <laughs> right. So you showed up at judo stoned. And then it's just made... throwing people. And then he made you run around it's the school th- it's stoned. just throwing people. You can throw people when you're high. I wonder why you didn't even make it as a martial arts guy. I hated it. Um, I realised this week that I hate uh, worldly songs. I was in I was in France, mm. and that song "We Are the World" came on. Right? Do you know that song? We are the what? No. And it made me realise that I hate all the songs about unity. Right. You know, like "We Are the World." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it got me looking into worldly songs. Right. Uh, like "We Are the World," mm-hmm. and I found some a couple of golden nuggets. Mm. Number one is that you know, like, so all the songs about how, you know, we all can rise above the selfishness and greed mm. on the planet. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to Earth Song mm-hmm. by Michael Jackson. Yes. Do you remember it? I do, I remember it. Do you remember and the I, video? Yeah, I remember the video. I remember him going on the Brit Awards and pretending to be Jesus and Jarvis Cocker storming the stage. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I remember being little enough that when that came on the news the next day, because I had to go to sleep before Michael Jackson played. Mm-hmm. And I remember on the news the next day, Honestly thinking that Jarvis Cocker would go to jail. I know, everyone was so outraged by yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, And history remembers him as the hero. There's a lesson in that. What about sunrise? What about rain? What about all the what things that you said rain? we were to gain? Right. What about killing fields? What about killing fields? What Is a, there a time? What does that mean? Is there a time? Is it, What about all the things that you said were yours and mine? Hmm. Did you ever stop to notice? All the blood we've shed before. Did you ever stop to notice? The crying earth, the weeping shores. Uh, right. So, Michael, uh, what have you got for a chorus? Because, you, you know, it's quite dramatic, those lyrics. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, where are you going to take it for the chorus? Yeah. Well, uh, well, Quincy, uh, <laughs> I was thinking I could just, like, you know, harm something or, you know? Mm-hmm. Michael, put the kids down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get off the roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. Put the candy floss machine away. Yeah. And come in and write a fucking chorus. Because mm-hmm. at the moment you're just going, the video is amazing because it is time going backwards. So like all these dead deer, like dead like Impala, like in the Serengeti, and dead like a dead like um, elephant, they all come to life. Yeah, again. They, no, they're re- rewind, yeah, yeah, yeah. as soon as rewind, isn't it? So as... they film an elephant dying for the video, and then they just rewound it, so it came back to life. I think they killed an elephant. I think they did. I think they can. Constru- I think Michael I think... Jackson, at that point in his I, life, could think, have anything. I think killed. they sedated an elephant, and <laughs> and put it on its side, and then kind of did a bit of CGI on the tusk, which was ripped out, and then they reversed it when you know, or Look, it was a highly trained elephant. The second verse goes, "What have we done?" Hang on a minute. What have we done to the world? Was that any good? Yep. Was it look right? What, look what we've done. Look what, How do you know all the fucking lyrics? <laughs> I just know them. How do you know the words? I don't know. I just know them. I've got them on a screen. What about all the peace that you pledge your only son? Only son, yeah. What about flowering fields? Um, yeah, what's the next? Is there a time? What about all the dreams? Blah, blah, blah. blah. Did you ever stop to notice all the children? Like, first of all, he's talking about... Oh, he's mentioning po- children there. <laughs> yeah, Why? Well, you know, I mean, it's taken a bit of a while in the song, but, you know, it's what he's always driving towards, isn't it? 
What kids? Yeah, I feel. I mean, do his kids know that they're not his kids? There's <laughs> no way that those kids are his kids. He's a black man. Well, no, it was and in his vitro, kids are Aryan white. It was in vitro fertilization, wasn't it? It doesn't matter. What do you mean? Sperm is sperm. It's a black man's jizz. Okay, well maybe the he got the kid should be half and half. Fine. Well maybe he got he is proper black. Okay, he got donor jizz. He had who who gave birth? Presley. Some no, some like he paid some, some redneck. Right. So he got donor jizz burn, but he must have like transferred it. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get. They must know. They're like twenty five years old now. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard that Melting Pot song? Oh, I think I might do. Melting Pot. The one about yeah. how we're all the same. This one. Right. See, I did research this week. This is how bored I was in France yeah. as I prepped the show. Right. Here we go. This song. It's nice. Take a pinch of white man. Take a pinch. All right. Okay. Wrap him up in black skin. Ooh. What? And a touch of blue blood. Who's got blue blood? Red Indians. And a little bit, and a little bitty bit of red Indian boy. Not the whole thing. Right. Cut him up. Curly Latin kinkies. Wait, sorry, I paused it. (laughs) Play that again. I mean, he, he almost does the voice. He almost does an offensive... Oh! Mix with real chinky! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. <laughs> he really enjoys it. Yeah. He hangs on the word chinky a bit yeah, too yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you lump it all together... Different climate. And you've got a recipe for a get-along scene. See, I disagree because I think if you go up to a guy and you go, take a pinch of white man, and you go, a little bit of chinky, I think the Chinese person might go, yeah, yeah. hang on a minute. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck did you say? Excuse me, mate. Excuse me, mate. I'm, I'm just setting up a get-along scene over here. Um, we need a so bit. We need a chinky. Could you, could you, <laughs> could you come along? Could you come along uh, just over here? Oh, yeah, and you, little little red boy. Red boy, you can't come here. We're, we're all going to get along now. What we need is a great big melting pot. Right. Big enough, enough to take the world and all it's got. I appreciate the sentiment of the song, like let's yeah. all fuck each other and make one race. Yeah, yeah. But you know, maybe don't say chinky. Boom. Anyway, what else happened this week? Um, Buddy Holly would have turned eighty. Do you like Buddy Holly? Uh, I. I mean, this isn't really much of a of a of a story here. Right. But I'm slightly fascinated with with the Buddy Holly story. Because he died when he was 24 in a plane crash. You mm, know this. I do know that. If you ever, and you can read... The, so he would have turned 80 this week. Mm. And he kind of invented that style of like guitar playing, guitar music. He was the first person... In a weird way, he was the first nerd in music mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. He wore glasses on stage. Wasn't really heard of. He used a Stratocaster, mm-hmm. like country-infused pop. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the first person to play a fucking Strat on stage. Mm. You know, which is the industry, you know, every, it's a popular guitar. Do you mm. know what a Stratocaster is? It's a guitar. There's one right behind you. <laughs> oh, it's very nice. There you go. And he did, would have turned 80 this week. And um, I did some little bit of nerding out on him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can find his coroner's report mm-hmm. online. Yeah. Do you know? The, I mean, do you know the story of the plane crash? Well, he was, he, why? They, no, I know that he took off in a so chartered they were on flight. Tour, yeah. And it was in bad weather conditions. It was him and the big bopper and, they, and and a couple of other people. And it was after the show and they had a tour bus that kept breaking down. And they drew straws as to who would get to fly in the plane. Mm. Because it would get them to the venue quicker. Mm-hmm. And weirdly, all the lead singers... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> weirdly, mm-hmm. all the lead singers got to go in the private jet. Yeah. And, um, and then the drummer, as he was waving goodbye to Buddy Holly, went, Yeah, I hope your plane fucking crashes. Right, right. right? So they get in the plane... The pilot's like 12 years old mm-hmm. and he can't, he basically can't even read a map and it's foggy. So they take off and he immediately just crashes the plane on takeoff. Really? Yeah. Like there was no fault with the plane. He just couldn't fly a fucking plane. And Buddy Holly had on him that he had a gun and he had, uh, he had a gun because sometimes people would refuse to pay him. And that's mm-hmm. something that you don't really get nowadays. No, no, no. Like it would be pretty cool if 
after a gig and the promoter refuses to pay you, which has definitely happened to me. Get a gun out. Just pull a fucking gun. Just fucking gun. And be like, excuse me. Say it again. Yeah. Say that one more time, motherfucker. Give Mm. me my money. Yeah. Has a gun in his bag. So that sparked like all like loads of controversy over the years that he was, uh, that there was a fight on the plane and that someone got shot. And the big bopper's body was like half a mile from all the other bodies. Mm -hmm. So apparently he fell out of the plane before it crashed as well, which Mm -hmm. isn't true. He just got thrown when it landed. Mm Mm-hmm. It crash landed. You got thrown half a mile. Well, it, you know, it crashed, boom, and then it rolled, and he maybe not half, maybe it was five hundred yards. Yeah, it was. It was the other <laughs> side of the field. All right, okay. It was yeah. the other side of the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah gotcha. And there was all these like conspiracy theories that he had survived the crash because Buddy Holly's gun was near him in the field. Mm. So the theory was that he fired the gun in the air to get attention, and then died from injuries. Right. Right, so he right. ran away from the crash. But then yeah. when you look at the, you can see the wreckage of the plane on mm. the internet and it's like pressed together like a crushed car. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way anyone survived. And uh, they buried the big bopper. And then like four years ago, they exhumed his body just to see if he could have survived the plane crash. And they like x-rayed him mm-hmm. and went back in, like had a look. What did they conclude? They concluded that basically, I think every bone in his body was fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. completely crushed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is no way he could have survived. Yeah, yeah. And the interesting thing about the coroner's report is that Buddy Holly had his gig fee on him. He had like $150 in cash. Mm-hmm. And the coroner paid himself out of Buddy Holly's gig fee. <laughs> he just took it out of his pocket. Yeah. Well, you know. So Buddy Holly had like 150 bucks on him. Yeah. And the coroner just took like 17 out of it to pay himself. There yeah. you go. He earned his own coroner's report money. Yeah. And then died. Yeah. Uh, what else happened this week? In the news this week... Kim Jong-un let off a nuke in North Korea, much to the chagrin of the USA. And, uh, yeah, he, he, did it, he did it underground. He thought he could hide his nuke. <laughs> he blew it up underground? Yeah. He, did, he, he just kind of buried down, quite deep down. The How deep do you have to go when you bury a nuke? I, d- I don't know, man. He did it, and he he, he caused an earthquake. Wouldn't that kill everyone? He caused an earthquake of 5.3 on the Richter scale um, in a certain region of Korea, and it was felt in South Korea, and everyone's very upset about it. So it's really only a matter of time, because Trump, if he gets nominated, said, yeah, I'll, I'll use nukes. Do you know the commander-in-chief? He's the commander-in-chief. And if he becomes president, he just makes that call. There's no kind of constitutional... He doesn't have to defer to anyone to do it. He just kind of goes, do you know what? I think I fancy shooting a nuke over there. That's his so, one privilege. So America's options are that guy and a woman who keeps fainting. Good luck, America. Good luck. Yeah. And good luck, uh, Kim Jong-un. Yeah. You know? It's a, you know what? If if you didn't know him and his history, it's a very sweet name. It's a cute name. Yeah, you're, like, you're down the pub with your mates. It's like, you've got to meet my new mate. I've just met a new friend. Yeah, He's and you'd call What's him... What's his name? Kim. He's, he'll be along in five minutes. Yeah. Here he comes. Kimmy. He just he just lopes into the bar. Yeah, wearing, you know, and he you looks know. quite quite nice, isn't he, Kim Jong Un? He's, he's got, got a nice got chubby a cute little pudgy face. Got a pudgy face, and you like, and you go, oh, Kim, and you, Kim, thank God you made it. Kim's you, the you come here, you bust, he, and you he looks like hair. the kind of guy that when you went around his house, yeah, he'd be already cooking. <laughs> yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be cooking. He'd have a broth. He'd have a bottle of good, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. good wine. He'd have a broth on not the go. A, not a cr- not a sh- not a no, creek. No, no, no. He'd have a good bottle open, yeah. and he'd be like, "Oh well, you know, we said we'd watch a movie. I just yeah, thought yeah. you could do with feeding." Yeah, yeah. He's you know? made he's made a celeriac gratin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking spagbol. Yeah, and uh, no, 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 no. But he's kind of experimenting. He's got such a gorgeous little face. He's got very, very experimenting. He's experimenting. Come here, he's, he's, he's got a very. I want to kiss him when I leave. Because, you know, he's got a very big kitchen on, on account of you know all his wealth being founded on human suffering. He's got a big kitchen and he's just making a... Granite crust. top. He's on a, yeah, lovely... Uh, he's got utensils that he doesn't bar. even use. Milkshake maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what, what, uh, not a grinder. What's yeah. the thing you put vegetables in and it press the button? What, like a smoothie thing. No, like what's a blender. that called? A blender. A blender. Fucking yeah. hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's got a blender. You yeah. know what? And you'd watch a movie with Kim yeah, Jong-il. Yeah. You put Netflix on and yeah. he'd be like, you pick. You pick. Because he's yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kim. He's cute. He, and, and you'd pick, and your knees might touch during the film, but yeah. you'd leave it there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. you're both comfortable enough yeah. around each other that your mm. knees can touch mm-hmm. and you don't feel like it's infringing on your yeah. comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. You know? And like. The only thing you say against him is he puts a bit too much chili in everything. That's yeah. it. It's just a bit too much Tabasco. Yeah. 
and you're like Kim, and you share a joke about it. You go, yeah. Kim. It doesn't make you hard, Kim. Kim. Just, it doesn't make you hard. Kim, you I'm, like hot food. You know, you Tabasco. He's like, yeah. oh, you got me again. However, you did make these poppadoms, and I, that is that is impressive to me. And you didn't smoke out the kitchen doing it, so well yeah. done. Yeah. And also, Kim Jong Il is the kind of person that if I was friends with him, I would call him that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, you have those yeah. friends where yeah, you're yeah, like, where you're yeah. like, this is Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah. This is Brian Johnston. You know. Kim is grade three acoustic guitar. I. T- <laughs> yeah, and he's just naturally he good at the piano. Yeah, he's, he's naturally good at the piano. He shows talent, but he I hasn't, would always call him. He just plays for pleasure, though. He just plays the piano for pleasure. But yeah. he is grade three. You know that time? There was that time that you, you didn't want to go to the cocktail bar because that's not really who you are because you think they're a bit pretentious. Yeah, and you sat and he just sat down and started playing the piano, mm. and everyone looked over and clapped because mm. he did a really good rendition of Autumn Leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and know? he surprised everyone. Yeah. And he just smiled sheepishly and bobbed his head, and everyone applauded. And he comes out back to the table. And he goes, oh, Kim, Kim Jong Un, Kim, Kim Jong Un. And he goes to the toilet, and everyone goes, "Listen, we love Kim. Yeah, can we go bowling? Yeah, later. Yeah, we go bowling. And then he gets really angry. He really flirt. He switches Kim yeah. when you go bowling for some reason. He gets mad. He gets mad, and he orders in a hit on somebody <laughs> next to the popcorn dispenser. And when he, he just went- he goes to the popcorn dispenser. Excuse me, I just have to do this, and he orders in a hit. Why is it that when... On a region of North Korea. Not just like one person <laughs> on an entire region. And then he kind of comes back and goes, oh, you got a strike, good on you. Why is it that when his dad died and he took over, the surname changed? Is it... I don't understand Well, you that. need variation, otherwise you need to... You want Kim yeah, Jong, but, Kim, Kim Jong, isn't it? But Kim Jong Il and Kim Jong Un. Yeah. But they're both called Kim. Is the surname Jong Il? No idea. No idea. Yeah, well, maybe we should, you know, research before we just start talking shit about I just mates. think, I do know, yeah, <laughs> the one thing I do know is that the Kims, may one rest in peace and the other one's still alive, they do need to hit a gym. Do they? I think they do. I think they're getting a bit, I mean, they're eating all the fine food, you know. Dude, but, that always happens, man. You see it, in, you see it in, when people get famous as well. You're mm. like, oh, you can tell that you can get the yeah, cheese yeah. board now. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. You know? He can have whatever he wants, yeah, yeah. whatever he wants. Yeah. That's, a, that's a stage in your career when you hit cheese board. And he's he, in good he's, company as well. Yeah. Like, famous Kims. Right. Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Kim Wilde. Right. We're the kids in America. And that's it. Well, that's the three. There's only three Kims. I mean, are there Famous any Kims. other? Are there any other? Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall, yeah, the, yeah. The one who would get her boobs out in, in Sex, Sex and, and the City. City, yeah. And and ironically, Kim Jong Un loves Sex and the City. Yeah, he's got the box set. You know, he's got the box set. Laser disc, DVD, yeah. VHS, and now he's got it on his hard drive. He's as very well. partial to making cocoa and watching at least three episodes th- in, in, in a row. I think you learn a lot on this show. You do. You anyway, learn. letters. Letters. Uh, we're going to take a short break here. <laughs> Uh, for any potential advertisers, mm-hmm. um, so if you hear an advert, that means you're in a in a country where we have lots of listeners. Yeah. So we'll take a break now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And we're back. Yeah. Uh, how did that go? I don't, yeah. Is there an advert there? Yeah. How are we doing? Not not well. Because well. clearly it hasn't played in all regions. Yeah, that's true. But tell your friends. Yeah. Anyway, every week you can write into the show, ebp at excitableboypodcast.co.uk. Any problems you might be having? A work problem like... Looking back. Oh, you're stapling lots of documents. So many documents, you make a mistake. You staple through your big finger, and it goes gangrenous. You start to hallucinate, then you go down to the multi-story car park. 
You're trying to find your car, but it all looks like massive fruit. You go, why do cars look like fruit? Oh my god, my thumb's looking green. Oh my god, what shall I do? So you, you run outside, you're running down the high street. Looking for a Tesco. Oh, a Tesco. To get some disinfectant for your gangrenous thumb. Gangrenous. But you can't find it and you run into a truck. Truck. You split into several pieces, you're dead. And that's it. Or a relationship problem like one, two, three. Looking back, you go on a Tinder date and you pick out a nice place you think is nice. The Tinder date shows up and she starts laying into the place thinking saying it's really shit. So you double down and say your dead father really liked it here. And you leave a pregnant pause and then just leave her sitting there. What about that? Or a sex problem like one, two, three. Counting. You came so hard you shat yourself. <laughs> could happen. Has that ever happened to you? Oh, no, no. No, but it could happen. It's the dream. All right. Everywhere you can write to the show, any problems that you might be having, uh, we are your online digital in your ears, on your way to work, on your smartphone, on your computer, or maybe in bed after a long wank agony aunts. May God have mercy on your souls. Yep. Uh, well, I have been told for legal reasons to say that we are not trained advice givers and any advice that we do give should be taken in jest. Mm. Okay. Road trip. Right. Dear EBP, my friend is organizing a road trip. For the end of this month, we've always been best friends, but have grown apart since he moved in with his girlfriend. We have arranged the drive... To- Why are you laughing? <laughs> I just thought, I just thought, bitch. <laughs> A completely unwarranted, horrible, like, misogynistic, kind of like, what was that, what was that bitch done? <laughs> I'm sure Pulling she's, him away. I'm make, sure she's making, lovely. Making things change <laughs> yeah, for make, the worse. Making him grow up and embrace uh, intimacy. Uh, yeah, go on, sorry. Uh, making him grow as a human and yeah. be vulnerable. What a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, we have arranged to drive to Germany for a beer festival to mm-hmm. reconnect. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that he is a terrible driver. Right. He passed his test on his fifth attempt when we were in college. On the motorway, he's a classic middle lane driver. Right. He's constantly drinking. Oh, no. Sorry. He's constantly dinking his car. Right. And it's never his fault. Right. Okay. To be honest, the idea of sharing shifts with him is terrifying. Mm-hmm. I think he might kill me before we even make it out of Man- well, Manchester. I can say the sea. Mm-hmm. How do I get around this without upsetting him? Should I suggest we fly? Well, no, because then it's not a road trip. Then it's a sky trip. He's going to kill you. Yeah. I mean, you're dead. Accept your fate. You're dead. You're yeah. dead. I mean, you Wear are... Wear a life jacket. Well, it's more like a Russian roulette, one in six chance of death, yeah. isn't it? It's like you. each time he takes a shift, you're spinning the chamber, mm. putting up to your temple and, mm. you know, embracing your fate. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way around it. You can't drive all the way. Well, You can't firstly, drive all the way. I totally agree. Like, I, I, I think that if you fail your test more than three times... You should just not be allowed to drive. Right. It would ease... Think about this, right? Government, people listening, right? It would ease the green... The emissions, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'd be saving the planet. Right. It would ease congestion in cities. Right. So there'd be less traffic, more room on the roads, and less shit drivers. Like I have a friend at college who passes tests on the ninth attempt. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, may, that's truly awful. Maybe it was the seventh... Either way, that's a lot of tests. Mm-hmm. And I just thought when it got to like five, you should have just gone, yeah, all right, I can't drive. And I've been in a car with him and it's fucking terrifying. Mm. He can't drive. He legally has a license, but some people just don't have any spatial awareness. Yeah. Or any awareness for, you know, Depth perception. the rules of the road, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And also the unwritten rules of the road. What are the unwritten rules? You know, like uh, give a little wave when someone gives Oh, yeah, wave. Get etiquette. You know, the unwritten rules. Road etiquette. Yeah. Make people let feel... Let someone out. Yeah, yeah. You let be them polite, out. But you let them out. You know, you can see they've got two kids in the back. She's having a hard day. Let her out. Yeah. Uh, what I, can what, he do? What, what can, can he you do? do? Okay, what can you do? Okay, how can you reconnect with your friend and tell him that his driving is shit? Okay, firstly, Germany's not that far, so you could just drive. Just drive to Germany? Yeah, and just say, oh, I'm enjoying it. You know, oh, I'm enjoying it. No, it's nice. I'm loving it. I'm loving this. Love these service stations. 
over here. Mm. Get a fresh, a nice croissant on the autobahn. Yeah, you know, well, put just, some auto, some craft work on. We're whacking, we're whacking it along on the autobahn. Yeah, just having fun, a, fun on the autobahn. Having a great time. Yeah. Uh, or you can fly, but don't do that. Um, or just fucking be a man and tell him he's a shit driver. You just say, listen. Just say, listen. Your girlfriend ruined our friendship, and I, and also, you know, your driving might kill us. And I want us to enjoy this trip, but for my own sanity, you need to not drive because I don't want to fucking die. To say, I am very concerned. You took five attempts to pass your test. You dink your car all the time. I feel concerned, and I feel a little scared getting in a car with you. So. Can we make a deal that if you do drive, please? I, first of all, I don't want you to drive. You'll go, no, mate, no, trust me. And then you go, okay, if you do, if you dink the car once, we make a deal that I just take over all duties. If you anything happens, that's a good idea. That's if, a good idea. If anything happens, and he'll have to agree because you said I feel this way, Tim. And then he'll get, and he'll back himself not to, and then he will dink it, and then Tim. you go. Boom. Sometimes. And sometimes it just happens. Nuggets of gold just comes that out. That was me. amazing. Just do that. I'm like a lightning rod, Josh. Yeah, go there. Enjoy, it's enjoy not, it. I'm a conduit for it, really. Yeah, go yeah. to Oktoberfest. <laughs> yeah. Have some beer. Go to go to a war museum. Get bummed out. Get a sense of perspective. Yeah. Then go home and make out. And admit you've always loved each other. Yeah. You know? Tell him to break up with a girlfriend. Why? What, how is that factoring? I don't know. He's just asking for advice. I'm just, <laughs> just, just want to see if he'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Next letter. Dear EBP, have you ever tried an open relationship? The guy I'm seeing at the moment is polyamorous, and he's suggested one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, that polyamorous is such a fucking pretentious guardian word to excuse yourself for the fact that you just want to bang everything. <laughs> just like, oh no, I'm polyamorous. It's actually a thing. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, like, oh my god, you know, he has pulled a number on you if you if you're actually thinking, actually no, it's actually a legitimate sexual yeah. position. <laughs> He's polyamorous. Someone, someone invented. Oh, of course. A, someone invented a, a word as well. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Went, they went. Okay, I want to fuck everyone, but yeah. I also want someone to cook me pie once a week. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. Right? I, wanna, I kind of want it all. I want to. How I do I do? Literally me? have my cake and eat it what while is all? I have someone make me a cake. What's a fancy word for all? Poly, many, poly, poly, and what's a fancy word for love? Amor, love, amor, amor, amore. Us and I'm polyamorous. Yeah. When the moon it's got three things. hits your eye like a big pizza pie, you can fuck everyone. If you're poly- polyamorous, yeah. bells will ring, ding a ling a ling, ding a ling a ling, mm. and you've got chlamydia. Yeah. Hearts will play tippy tippy tay, tippy tippy tay. There's a burning sensation in your crotch now. <laughs> Cause you fucked everyone just for greed and selfishness, you're an asshole. Yeah. But you gave it a word, you said polyamorous, you're a dick. Those are the original lyrics. Yeah. Uh, so what is that the, sorry, the, end, of the, the end of the letter? Have you have you ever tried an open relationship? No. The guy I'm seeing at the moment is polyamorous. Right. And he suggested one. <laughs> To be honest, I'm sort of up for it. Would right. love to hear what you think. Right. With a question mark at the end. Okay. Would love to hear what you think. Yeah, no, I'm sure you'd be... What Are they going to have a threesome? Is that how it is? No, we want an open relationship. All right, okay, so he right. wants to say, look, at the end of the day, I want to come home and cuddle you. and But also, I want to keep my options open in case someone better comes to along. To be honest, this guy's this guy's done one very good thing. What? He's just been up front. Do you know what I mean? As long as you go in, like, if, yeah, if you if you can have a relationship with him, but just know that he's that can work. I mean, it won't work for a long time because eventually people change and want different things. But like, if you know the rules of the game, then no one gets hurt. Yeah, I'm sure there are plenty of people who you can make a decision. Yeah, if you if you are also someone who uh, how do I say it without sounding crude, also wants to fuck everyone. That's not crude. I mean, it's just you know. Life. I mean, no, no, not everyone. Like, you just want to explore and have sex with lots of different people. Yeah. yeah. If you want to be polyamorous, and he wants to be polyamorous, yeah, then go and be fucking polyamorous together. If you're not sure, if you think, "Well, I might get feelings from him," and not want him putting his dick in other people, which will probably happen. It will happen fairly quickly. Almost definitely. <laughs> probably since you wrote this letter. Yeah, yeah. Um, then I would. I. Do you know what? I just. Why is it that people who say that are considered deep? as well oh yeah, um, yeah you know lighting a fucking one of those weird gold cigarettes have you met Hugo he's got his got Hugo's his own yeah Hugo's kind of just he's, he's wearing of, a black polar neck he's hunkered tube, down behind a bong you know in the corner you know next to some yeah well you know I find it difficult to really find love because I'm polyamorous right fuck off Hugo <laughs> fuck off 
go home to the house that your parents paid for you, uh, you ever piece since, of shit. Ever since I went to India uh, on my parents' dime, yeah, I discovered that <laughs> I discovered that I was in fact polyamorous. Yeah, really. I found you know what really makes me happy. Do you know when I was twelve, I found out that I was polyamorous. <laughs> 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 Hugo, <laughs> right? <laughs> Some of us have the decency to shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> we all want to be polyamorous. We all want to be polyamorous. That's the that's the rule. No one will say it, but everyone wants to be polyamorous. Everyone wants to fuck everyone all everyone. the time. Of course. But you don't do it because you're weak-willed. Because we're weak-willed and we just want to be loved. Well, there are other imperatives that take, that take over, you know. Stability, like, love, intimacy. Do you know what I mean? Speak for yourself. Well, maybe, you know, maybe I'll go polyamorous. I think the basis of intimacy is like eventually you just want to be able to look. It's ex- it's quite um, solipsistic or existential, or whatever. You you look away from someone and so you want big words, and you want to know big words, big words. Welcome to Big Words Corner. Solipsistic um, sounds like some kind of lollipop. I think people just want to know that Can when I have they ninety nine a out, twister and a solipsis. <laughs> um, I think people want to know that when they look away from someone that they like, that they still exist and still have some kind of intention towards them. Yeah, because life is chaotic. Because you can go, well, I want to try and sleep with her, but if she mm. rejects me, there's still someone who will let me put it in yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. I just find it a bit weird. You know, you might feel differently when you have a threesome with Hugo and you just see him destroying another woman in front of you. That yeah. might that might be while he flexes, while he does a weird, like, Patrick Bateman, yeah. American Psycho, like, while, muscle flex. Uh, while another woman takes him to a realm of pleasure <laughs> yeah. far beyond anything you've ever seen yeah, yourself yeah. give yeah. to another man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah and that might make you question whether you are, in fact, Polly. Yeah, Amorous. where he makes a noise that you never heard before. Yeah. That's so deep and from a place that speaks Ooh. of, not only of his deep sexual need and experience, but of a, some kind of primordial metaphysical like he's tapped into the zeitgeist yeah something's the zeitgeist happened have come so in answer to your question do it yeah and please write but back just, you have your eyes open yeah. just have your eyes open except when he's you know plowing someone from behind <laughs> that you went to college with no I'm kidding we're kidding if you want to have an open relationship do it good luck to you <laughs> dear EBP my mate from uni this is quite a long one right dear EBP my mate from uni who I still live with mm-hmm. has always been a bit of a loner yeah. He's a lovely, sweet guy, but doesn't really have good social skills. He rarely goes out and prefers to stay in. He recently met a girl online who he's fallen madly in love with. Bear in mind, I'm looking out for his best interests here because I care about him. But I kind of feel like any woman willing to sleep with him at this juncture in his life could have stolen his heart. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Oh, like any woman willing yeah. to yeah. bang him mm-hmm. he'd fall in love with. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first problem is that this woman is a... <laughs> So just recap, what's the setup again? Uh, a guy, is, his mate's fallen for a girl that uh, he's fallen in love with a girl that he met online. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have much social skills. He's met a girl on the internet. And now he's overwhelmed and really and, and, and his mate feels like any woman who came along at this yeah, point yeah, he would fine. have fallen in love with. Right? Yeah. I'm reading a letter here before I read this sentence out. The problem is, is that this woman is a grade A cunt. <laughs> She's pure evil. Right. She bullies him, makes him pay for everything, talks down to him and argues with him when we go out to the pub. The second problem is that he wants her to move in. Of course he does. He, this is a very compassionate letter, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, the second problem is that he wants her to move in. Of course he does. He loves her and he thinks it will help smooth out the problems they are having. Bear in mind they've only been together three months. Oh my God. Yeah, I know you're going to say I should move out, which I could, but that's not the point. The point is that I want my mate to be happy and he's never going to be with this girl. She's totally trying to lock him down. Brackets. He also has fairly rich parents and he has a good job. Close the brackets. And if he's not careful, they're going to get married. I can feel it. I'd love your sage and serious advice. Well, there's no need to make fun of us in the last sentence. Mm -hmm. Uh, So am I serious and you sage? Want to get you... Sound like really bad detectives. Yeah, yeah. serious and sage. Sage serious, yeah. Get them on the blower. They haven't solved anything since 1988. Get them on the blower. Um, well, you need to take him aside and say, I don't like the way she speaks to you. First of all, if uh, he starts hemming and whoring, then <laughs> he starts whoring, not whoring, if he starts prevaricating. If he starts umming and ahhing. Uh, yeah, okay, if he starts umming and ahhing, then just, <laughs> then... um you know deep down that he's just doing it for the for the sugar for the sugar lumps 
of sex yeah, and, and belonging people, and kind of you just have to go look no. some people need to be mothered but there's no they don't like it's just people who are scared like if he, he sounds like he's a, he's just putting up with shit because 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 this woman is willing to yeah like is the one she's like like he should be able to go through several women and kind of tune the radio of what you know and draw his own boundaries and stuff it sounds like he's getting walked all over sounds like he's met someone and he's punching above his weight and he just doesn't want to lose this person because she's there. Right. Uh, fuck, what can you do? Dude, mate, you are in a pickle here. You are in a cheese and pickle. You're and in a pickle. no butter. And the, and the lump of cheese is, is sliced slightly too widely and it's drying out the sandwich. Right. Um, You're in a tortured analogy. Yeah. Uh, okay, what would I do? I would... Okay, there, th- these are your options. Okay, number one is try and sleep with her. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. Right, drive not just driving a wedge between them, but fire, driving fire, your your cock. Fire. Right, right. And if she's game, tell him. Right. Okay. See. I see. Be like, right. this is the girl you L- love, mate. That's look, right. look at these texts. He's never going to talk look to you ever again. Look at the things that she said she wants to do to me in these texts. Does she do these things to you? Yeah. And if she does, can I have a go? It might put a bit of a crimp in the friendship, don't you think? No. It sounds like you're doing like, it. No, it's altruistic. Oh no! Oh, great. Yeah, you go up to your best mate and go, listen, mate, your your girlfriend who you love wants to fuck me, wants to get on my my d. Right, and what's he going to do? Ride the D no, what's he going to do? Is he going to break up with her, and then it's never going to be the same between you again? Because he'll okay. always know that you trumped him sexually. Okay, do you first, know what I mean? Okay, so that was option one. All right. Option one is try and sleep with her. Right. Option two, two is have her killed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. How would that go? We just make the call. But to who? To the hitman. The hitman. Yeah, it's bound to be one. Who? I don't know. I don't you know. Just make one. a call. I don't know one, but you they just, exist. You just get. A How ba- can you, you deny that? Well, they you exist? go to the laundrette, you pick up a, a, a pack of matches, it's scribbled on the inside of one of them, and then you just kind of ring that number, and you say, "I'm looking for a." Yeah, you go to the inside of a toilet, a service station. Look, yeah. at, look at what's written on the walls. Right. You know, we'll kill for money. Oh <laughs> seven four eight five two one two nine right. nine. Don't call after eleven. Okay. Um, <laughs> don't call no, Don't call after eleven because <laughs> I, I, that's my. Shut me eye. time. Yeah. That's me time. Yeah, I'm uh, in the bath. Okay, with, you, with oh my salt. God, I see. I I have a friend like this who's very simple and nice, and you just can't say it. It would break his heart. <laughs> I know the guy you mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't take him aside and go, dude. Your girlfriend's an asshole, and she wants your money. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a tricky one, isn't it? Okay. First of all, don't let her move in. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I uh, I mean, you just got to, you just got to tell him. I mean, I know that's a, a, a bit of a not a not a, a non-starter. You have to phrase it right. You just, you just have to say, "Look, I'm really concerned about the way she talks to you. I, I I'm concerned that you're going to rush into something, and I don't think it's wise to move in with someone after three months. And if it, you're doing it because you're scared of losing her, then that's not a reason. Make sure, or just say how much rent is she going to pay. And then he's like, "Oh, she's not because she's in between jobs at the minute, so I'm." going to cover the rent for her and I'll pay a bit extra on the bills and then be like yeah but is that healthy mm. is that healthy mm. surely she should pay her fucking way right yeah this is life mm-hmm. this is real life <laughs> you yes. know yeah uh, you throw down a smoke bomb and disappear yeah exactly right yeah. <laughs> a flash. never come home no uh, yeah you could move out but you don't want to move out you want to help your mate I, I appreciate where you're coming from with this um, I think what I would do start taking notes right every time she does something rude or mean just put it in a in a note in your phone. Mm-hmm. Today she, you know, uh, had a go at you because you didn't have the right jam. You right. know, AM and then PM. She had a go at you at lunch because you said the burgers in the pub were really good and they weren't to her liking. Right. Mm. Number three, she was you know screaming at you, chasing you around the house with a knife, telling you she was going to slit your throat. Yeah. You know, take notes of everything. Yeah. And then after like a month or two, be like, dude, look at this. These are the things that she does to you. Is this the woman that you want to be with for the rest of your fucking life? Drop the mic. Yeah, drop the mic. Drop the phone. Yeah, you drop the phone. Let the screen Sma- crack. smash it. You're not. And insured. then you'll go. You broke your phone. You go. No, that's, yeah. that's what she's doing to your yeah. to your heart, and that's what she's doing to our friendship. But you're not insured. I know. You mean that much to me, and also I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're rich, so can you give me some money for a new phone? <laughs> and we come full circle. I'll suck your dick. Yeah. Um, that's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah, I think you should do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Done. Done, right. sold, good and luck. Write back and let us know how it goes. And yep. if you want us to talk to him, you know, give, give him, write in and send, yeah. send us uh, his phone number. Yeah. So that's it for the show. Yes, we're done. That's another week. We're done, like... Another like, week. Who I, I went to the other side of Europe. Mm-hmm. I went to visit the EU. Yeah. 
went visiting the EU. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm back. And now you're back in the land of... And I didn't have a holiday. You know, normally, you know, I didn't go holiday Niles, you know. Didn't come back, like, feeling like I'd found something new about my... You know, when people come back from a holiday. The learning stops after 22. So. Do you think? Yeah, I think so. 23. No, but you know when people go on a holiday and they come back and they're all... Fu- they sh- you know, shaved their head because they've been in India. Yeah. Well, you know, they you know they think they've found something more important than When you're job. 20, you go on holiday, you want to learn something. When you're 30, you go on holiday, you just want to just be left alone. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're 40 you know have you ever come back from a holiday and feel like and been like oh my god that was great I'm gonna be more chilled be more relaxed be more calm be more collected than yeah, four yeah. days later you're just fucking back yeah, just beeping fucking, at traffic yeah. getting annoyed at people on the escalator just staring at the back of someone's head fucking just going fuck you yeah you got the, on the, on I, let, the escalator. I let you go in front of me on the bus just and you got the last fuck fucking you, man. seat you fuck piece you of shit stupid how can you have BO how can you, you have BO on the train so that's I'm, it for the show <laughs> Yeah, and uh, thank you for listening. Oh, I have to, uh, I have to announce something. The Kenneths, yeah. we're doing a joint tour, a U- our first ever headline UK tour. It's a co-bill with our friends Waco, mm-hmm. and we are playing in. So we're doing the Black High in London can on I, can Monday. I, can I read it in a kind of a radio announcer voice? Uh, yeah, sure. Hang right. on. This October, the Kenneths, a premier middling London punk band, and their friends Waco are going on a UK tour, travelling through. The United Kingdom to towns including Kingston upon Thames, London, Milton Keynes, Norwich, Manchester, Glasgow, Newcastle, York, Birmingham, Swansea, and Southampton. Tickets are on sale now at thekenneths.com. Just go there and buy them. Do it. Simple. See you next week. Join us next week for more nothing. Well, yeah. Thanks for listening. You Thank guys you. are all really cool. Yeah. Absolute Lamont. Absolute Lamont. Bye. Bye. There's a there's a siren. <laughs> hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.